0: Welcome inside the lab at Formula 4 Media, I am Bob McGee, and today I am speaking with Mr. John Scipio, General Manager of And One, a brand that is owned by Sequential Brands Group of New York. Founded 25 years ago in 1993, And One prides itself as the original street basketball brand for the everyday player. ES Originals licenses the brand for footwear and high life LLC for apparel, with other vendors for additional product categories. Uh, Good morning, John. Good to have you inside the lab today. Uh, maybe first you could tell our listeners a little bit about Complex Con that you attended over the weekend in Long Beach, California. You know why is it an important venue to introduce new products, and who attends? I saw there was a many rappers and athletes. Maybe you could just talk a little bit about the flavor of the cat of the uh, event and you know why End One was involved.
1: No, absolutely. And first of all, thank you for having me. It was great this weekend. So the kind of going and giving you a little greater insight into why it was important to be there and who are the participants. Complex Con is kind of a celebration of culture, and while it's really steeped in streetwear, particularly sneakers, it's not just about fashion, it's about art and music. So the participants there are those individuals that are interested in all facets of the culture. It's a cultural celebration. I, I kind of liken it to the coachella if you will, of uh, of streetwear. And uh, it was important for us to be there because as a streetball company, and as you mentioned, we consider ourselves kind of the originators of that. It was important for us to get back to our roots. For a long while, we've not had a voice into the marketplace. And in order for us to reestablish ourselves, it, we felt this was the great, great this platform to do that. So being at ComplexCon for us was a, uh, was an imperative. And I think that if you talk to anyone that went and was able to experience our activation there, they, they would tell you that we came with what was a compelling representation of the brand's DNA. So it was great. The, the energy was high and we were able to reintroduce some to the brand, but also educate Those who might not might not have had any sort of insight into the N one brand, so it was fantastic.
0: Well, I understand earlier this year, John and one teamed up with Kevin Garnett, the former NBA great with the Timberwolves and Celtics, naming him brand creative director and global ambassador. Maybe you could tell me about the relationship and how he's helping and one capture bigger presence in the market, both in the U.S. and abroad.
1: Absolutely. So and our Kevin is coming back to the brand. He had previously been with the An one brand when he was actually a player and now he sees the void that exists in the marketplace i think that retailers are looking for opportunity in the marketplace so he approached the owners of An one and they were able to connect and he's coming back as you mentioned as our creative director and basically our muse because anyone who has been around kevin or has seen him on the court knows the kind of passion he brings to the game. And he he's always been that. Well, he's bringing that same level of passion to the boardroom. He comes in and he's so excited about what this brand has to offer and what we can do in the marketplace that he's he's really helping everyone elevate their game. So from challenging and being that conduit of ideas he has come in and really kind of invigorated and given that shot in the arm to many of us on the brand side so he has definitely brought not only the passion but obviously he validates the brand being a former player and possibly a future hall of famer and knowing what he is he's bringing to us he gives us a a ability to use his recognition to launch not only our North America, but our global strategies as we look to expand this, this brand across the globe.
0: Formula now with basketball product, you know, having a creative director that's well-known, we've got Jay-Z, we've got obviously Kanye. Is this part of the, the whole formula now of getting into the category and being validated or authenticated by having you know, a high-name a high presence overseeing the creative part of the, of the brand? Well, I can't
1: speak for other brands, but the thing that I think is different with the An1 brand we actually got someone who knows the game, who actually played at the highest level. Uh, It's one thing to just use notoriety to bring kind of focus to your brand. And I'm, hey, for anyone who does that, that's great. I'm just saying for us, we wanted to make sure that we were being authentic to the sport and to who we are from a DNA standpoint. And going out and getting someone like a Kevin Garnett who has played the game, but is also recognizable in the marketplace, we thought was more in line with who we are. So I don't know that that's the formula, but I think if you want to be consistent as far as putting forth a brand presence and uh, having people understand your brand DNA, then you align with those that personify what it is that you're trying to represent. And that's why Kevin Garnett is the most accurate representation of our brand, but also with a celebrity
0: status. One other thing too about now, this is you know, the original street ball basketball brand. But I've been talking to some experts about the basketball category, some market analysts, and they say that performance basketball. Uh, on the court has actually been a a shrinking category we know it's dominated by one brand are all these other brands uh resurging is it partly on the lifestyle of the basketball silhouette the the, you know the the whole culture around basketball maybe more so than playing the game or is it a combination of both
1: well i think it's a combination of both i think if you look at it through the lens of retail it's in general i think the number that i heard ago and don't don't hold me to this but i think that it was somewhere in the neighborhood of 80 percent of all of the basketball product that's bought in north america never hits the hardwood it's about fashion so there is a large fashion lifestyle side of the business and because lifestyle is so fickle you know trends move and change that's where you get that kind of shrinking percentage when you start to look at the popularity Of performance basketball silhouettes. I think coming into the marketplace, what we're looking to do is establish ourselves on the court. So make sure that people understand that the product that we put out there is court ready and you can perform in it, but also bring to the market aesthetically pleasing silhouettes so that if you want to, Wear it off the court in a lifestyle situation, it fits there too, but looking at the entire marketplace, I think that there's so many categories to choose from, from running to you know training there's other categories that are also really deeply rooted in lifestyle. But if you look at the where we're focusing our efforts, particularly around as I mentioned, this complex con consumer, this is a consumer who is a basketball fan fan of the game so really focusing in on that person and that that consumer type i think is going to give us an opportunity to really gain the mind space there because think about it i think with other brands they're having to diversify their portfolio and they're having to think about things through a number of different sport categories we only think basketball and how by doing that and having that kind of laser beam like focus, I think we're better able to tap in to the things that motivate, drive and you know capture the mind of that basketball. Crazy consumer.
0: You know what are go- and one's goals in terms of exposure on players in the NBA and also the brand's goals and distribution worldwide and beyond Walmart. I know that uh, Sequential owns um, and one. They also own the Via. Both brands that I've seen at Walmart. I mean, is the, will the brand be positioned there and uh, elsewhere as well? Segmentation strategy and does the brand want to be positioned among heritage basketball brands like a Converse? Finally, you know, what do you think will drive consumers to the brand silhouettes in the season ahead?
1: Yeah. So the overall strategy is yes, we we are in. A- Walmart, uh, but we do have a distribution strategy that is going to segment, segment, and differentiate what is our Walmart assortment versus assortments that we will put at other retailers. So we are, there is going to be a heritage, much like a converse, but a heritage side of our overall business. We've seen that this past weekend with the re- re-release of the Tai Chi at Complex Con. So there are those who are very familiar with our heritage and it's again, that was used to kind of reintroduce some to the brand but we are looking to how we move the brand forward in performance and in other lifestyle silhouettes that will bring energy to the brand. We'll be looking to do or utilize the same equation that most brands use. We'll be looking to do collabs, things of that nature that really bring energy. But by doing that, we don't want to sacrifice what is going to be our performance message. So as we look at our overall distribution, we'll still have distribution in Walmart and that will be a part of our overall strategy. But as we start to look at taking it to other distribution points, it's going to be imperative that we create an opportunity to differentiate what will be our Walmart assortment versus what will be our assortment in other channels of distribution because we want to be able to tap into the consumers that go to Walmart and that business, but also those consumers that would go to other channels of distribution. We want to be able to have the consumer insight that allows us to tap into that as well. Yeah, that's that's the overall strategy as we look at our distribution plan.
0: Products for other channels like specialty channels in, in 2019, is that the plan?
1: Yes. So 2019 is looking is going to be where we would have a broader base distribution up until that time. So over holiday, you, you might see a pop-up shop, but there, it'll be limited. We're looking to make sure that we're able to deliver a very comprehensive strategy and a comprehensive collection to the marketplace. Up until that time, you'll be able to find product on an an1.com And that's our primary point of distribution right now outside of having any sort of retail present in other markets.
0: And will N1 also try to go into the apparel side as well? I know some other brands who've been known for four have seen some momentum on the apparel side with their logos and things. Is, is that something Ann one will attempt as well?
1: Well, actually, you know, Ann one started as an apparel company. So that's how we started in 93. It was selling t-shirts and shorts. And I think if most people who know Ann one a lot of them outside of the Tai Chi know us for the Ann one shorts and the Trash talk tees, so that's our heritage. So yes, that's definitely a part of the overall strategy. We want to make sure that we continue to provide quality apparel product in the marketplace. So that's definitely a a part of how where we're taking the brand.
0: One of the one of the new growth or new popularity in basketball silhouette is this whole retro '90s thing, the chunky shoe, and going back to '90s. You know, we have Grant Hill back in the business with Fila and others. Sure Um, is. Is that part of what's driving the category? You think as well.
1: I think there's a, yeah, it's a timing thing too, right? So if I think that because the nineties is so popular at this time, it definitely gives us a great opportunity to reintroduce ourselves to this marketplace. However, we're not just staying there, right? Because trends are just that we will celebrate our heritage. We do have the big shorts and you know, the bigger chunkier shoes, and we do have that heritage. But in addition to that, we look to how do we move this brand forward? So we're not looking to solely live in the 90s. We're looking to celebrate what we did in the 90s because we think that that was groundbreaking. But now how do we chart our course even further and take this brand someplace else? So the real DNA of the brand is around being innovative and self-expression. Those are the things that we represented in the 90s with our street ball, now we're looking to take that those same qualities and bring them to present day. We love and celebrate the 90s, but we're not going to live there. Development is in New York. Yeah, so we do have, as you mentioned earlier, we have two licensees that we're working with, ESO Originals and Highlight, and both are located there in Manhattan.
0: Finally today, John, I wanted to ask you, know, as you mentioned earlier in our conversation, uh, Antoine brought back the Tai Chi and two related styles at ComplexCon over the weekend, and I guess you're going to bring it to more consumers in December through your company website you mentioned, which is n1.com You know, what makes this style unique and special for players and consumers alike?
1: Well, you know, one of the things that is makes this style unique is the fact that it is the shoe that Vince Carter wore in 2000 when he had, what... Arguably, many would say one of the most epic dunks ever. So the fact that he won that dunk contest wearing this product. Uh, now, it was if you look at that time, it was definitely great product with a great app. And that really what we view as kind of our iconic product or our statement-level product. Uh, so we look at what we would want to bring back and really make sure that we're giving a great representation of our brand. The Tai Chi just made sense. So that's a part of why we felt not only that being the product, but then thinking about the bigness of what that moment represented, you know, in Oakland, all all the eyes on Vince Carter as he did that. Now you take that same level. Of bigness to a complex con, and kind of all the eyes of the streetwear world are on you. It it just proved to be the right product, the right time, and the right venue.
0: Thanks, John. I've been speaking with, with Mr. John Scipio, general manager of And One, in, based in New York, and you've been listening to Inside the Lab at Formula Four Media. I am Bob McGee.